How's everybody doing today? My name is Shelby White from Circleback Gaming, and I am here to tell you about my top 10 games of 2020. Starting off the list at number 10, Spider-Man Miles Morales. If you listen to the podcast, and you probably know by now that I'm a big fan of Insomniac games, with the most recent of those games having been 2018's Marvel Spider-Man. Everything that was incredible and innovative about that game has been brought to Spider-Man Miles Morales this year, with a few interesting new additions that only enhance the game. On the outside, this was definitely a move by PlayStation to have an exciting and successful IP launch with its new system, which is probably what led to the game being shorter in nature than its predecessor. If you enjoyed the first game as much as I did, then I have no doubt that you will love this installment too. Miles is a phenomenal character and the game is full of subtle nuances towards him being a novice superhero that truly shine through when you notice him. I can't wait to see a more fleshed out game featuring Miles in the future so long as they keep the heart and soul that they put into this game. Number 9. Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time Now call me a sucker for nostalgia cause 5 years ago I never thought we would have seen a new Crash Bandicoot game, let alone one that would crack my top 10 list for the year but I think we can all agree that this has been no normal year. Crash has been revived with a true return to form. The developers at Toys for Bob put a ton of love and care into creating a new generation of Crash, and I personally think that they did a great job. The game feels familiar while having some new gameplay aspects such as the new mask powers you unlock throughout. With the addition of more playable characters in Tawny and Dingadile, the series gains a fresh feel throughout the genre of platforming that has been cloned for decades. For anyone that may be hesitant to play this game for fear of ruining a classic, I urge you to reconsider because this one is not to be missed. Number 8. Ori and the Will of the Wisps Ori and the Will of the Wisps is a prime example of everything that is right with the Metroidvania genre. The follow-up to 2015's Ori and the Blind Forest proves that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Will of the Wisps picks up the heartwarming tale and characters of the original and drops us into a familiar gameplay with a few tweaks to add this time around. Adding what could be considered a hub world, along with a slew of customization options, really helped to take this sequel to the next level. Add in a few more mini-bosses and beautifully designed landscapes, and you have the amazing game that is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Number 7. Journey to the Savage Planet A real surprise to my list this year is Journey to the Savage Planet. I didn't go into this game expecting much more than a comedic first-person experience, and I got all that and then some. I've described this game as a sort of mix between the comedy and nonsense of a Borderlands title with the discovery and exploration of last year's Outer Wilds. Without spoiling anything, I urge anyone who plays this game to take their time with it and really cherish everything it has to offer in the way of thought-out adventure, hilarious dialogue, and just downright fun. It is apparent that the developers at Typhoon Studios had a blast making this game, and I can't wait to see what else they come up with in the next few years. Number 6. Ghost of Tsushima Sucker Punch is back, and I think we have something very special on our hands this year with their new IP, Ghost of Tsushima. People have been asking for a AAA game set in feudal Japan, and that is exactly what we've received this year, and it feels entirely fresh and exciting, even after the success of last year's Sekiro. I'll admit that I had some reservations about this game after playing the first few hours, but after really delving into the story and unlocking everything the combat has to offer, I couldn't be more certain of its deserving spot on this list. The third act is what sold me on the impactful story, but it was the extensive side missions that kept me loving this game throughout. I enjoyed making Ghost of Tsushima my checkbox game of the year, because everything felt rewarding. The jaw-dropping set pieces and innovative traversal designs helped create a unique experience and one that I hope to see more of soon, especially with the game's Legends mode, I can't wait to jump in on the PS5. Number 5. 
Hades. Supergiant has done it again with this year's Hades. This game has everything you love about their games from the look and feel, right down to the carefully thought out systems and character interactions. I remember being in awe the first time playing through as I would be greeted in the underworld by NPCs who are all unique and critical in their own way. This isn't your average run-based game as the characters alongside you learn and grow just as you do with each impending death. The weapon variety and countless amount of boons to customize with offer fresh gameplay design within each and every run you take. For me, no two runs have been the same, whether it be an attack-first style of using the spear or the defensive style of wielding the shield. Not to mention the endless enemies trying to keep you from leaving hell. Hades offers an addictive style of play this year that pays off in big ways once you get further in and unlock the wonderful story within. Number 4. Paper Mario The Origami Kingdom Paper Mario was a no-brainer to put on this list for me this year as I couldn't help but enjoy each and every second of it from start to finish. This is my first Paper Mario game, and damn was it one hell of a jumping off point in the series. The game has a memorable open world feel with each section of the game feeling completely unique from the others. The characters all have soul and are each hilarious and heartwarming in their own ways. Having no reference for the previous titles, I jumped into the gameplay and combat with eagerness and thoroughly enjoyed the puzzle turn based attack and defense. The style of combat really shines within the multiple boss battles throughout the game too. Paper Mario The Origami Kingdom was easily an instant classic for me this year and one that has left me wanting to play its predecessors. Number 3. Dreams Easily the most unique entry on this list, which begs the question, what is Dreams? Well, Dreams is one of the most interesting titles I've ever seen and I truly feel that this is a game I didn't realize that I've always wanted in my life. If you don't know already, Dreams is what I consider the culmination of everything the developers at Media Molecule have been working towards with the vast creation tools they have implemented in their Little Big Planet games over the years. Dreams allows you to create anything, and I mean anything. I was blown away with the full release of the game this year as it included a short experience made by the developers themselves. That sounds like nothing special, but when you take into account that the 3 or 4 hour experience was created entirely within the Dreams system, it takes on a whole new level. I don't see myself finishing my own game creation anytime soon, but every time that I jump back into the game to see what others have made, I am floored in amazement. The people playing and creating within this game are astronomically talented, and I think Dreams is just getting its footing. I hope and expect to see more from Dreams in the future, and I would implore anyone with a creative knack to give this one a try. Number 2. Final Fantasy VII Remake A remake to a game that I never got to enjoy in the first place. That's how I went into this game earlier this year. Other than a few hours of Final Fantasy X, I've never played through a Final Fantasy game before, so what made this one so appealing to me? I'm not really sure entirely. But when I saw the gameplay trailer last year of this remake, which turned a head on its typical turn-based style of combat and formed it into an incredible real-time action-oriented system, I knew I had to give it a try. I don't think anyone can say that the writing doesn't have some really corny moments, and the story can definitely drag on in parts due to the stretched out nature of creating a 30 hour game from what was once a 5 or 6 hour experience. However, to this day, this remake is easily one of the best looking games I have ever seen and the combat absolutely made this a bar none choice for me making this list this year. Being able to slow down time for micro decisions on the fly within a battle was something I hadn't experienced before and was almost addicting to handle throughout the game. I think this game has something to offer to everyone whether you are new to the franchise like me or jumping back in to experience nostalgia in a whole new light. Regardless, Final Fantasy VII Remake is absolutely incredible and a must play from 2020. And finally, number 1. The Last of Us Part 2. 
I had many reservations going into this year's The Last of Us Part 2. I am totally on board with the IP as the original game was my favorite of 2013 and easily one of my favorites of the generation. That being said, I saw no need for a sequel as the standalone game felt like a full experience on its own. However, when Part 2 was announced, I found myself both excited and reluctant. Where could they go with the story that would make sense and not just be a money grab due to the original's popularity? I didn't know, and the developers at Naughty Dog did a remarkable job keeping the true essence of this game a secret by only showing you the narrative they wanted you to see. We've done a full spoiler cast about this game of which I urge you to listen to. But you must know that this game went above and beyond all of my expectations for a sequel. The story is one that pulls you in different directions as far as what you thought you knew about this world and the people who inhabit it. The second half of the game is where I realized that it was my number one pick of the year, because they brought you through the entire experience once more from a different perspective and made you care about characters you wouldn't expect to. Naughty Dog has proven time and time again that they can create grounded worlds with unparalleled interaction. The Last of Us Part 2 not only surpassed my expectations but constantly kept me guessing and earned its way onto my list as my favorite game of 2020.